And hey, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom! Where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. And this week, we are reliving the last Basho days 11 through 15. We're going to break down what happened there. It was some good stuff. It was some great, great stuff. And we also have some bingo winners for That's you. That's right. Drum roll, please. Our winner came in, what was it, day? Uh, it was early 12? I don't know. Early. It, was a, it was a solid early win, is all I recall. Our winner is Eric T. Yay! Crap goes crazy! Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about Eric T. He's originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. In oh, the that's early, a good place. They have their skyline place. chili. In the early 1990s, my uncle took a job in Kiryu, Gunma Prefecture. I hope I said that right. <laughs> you probably did it, but that's okay. But that's okay. It's to be with us. Um, and his <laughs> uncle started sharing a great deal about Japanese culture and language. This was during the rise of Akebono, and the American channels had begun showing replays and highlights more frequently. Of course, we all watched as he helped open the 1998 Nagano Olympics. I don't remember that. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. That was way before I knew anything about sumo, so that is quite cool that Eric can remember that. The rivalries, heroes, Akebono, Musashimaru, and villains and storylines played up by the American networks had him totally hooked into the sport of sumo. I love it. I know. He wrote quite a bit about sumo, so let me tell you a little bit more. I love it. On its surface, sumo has all the trademarks of a fast and brutal contact sport. It does. But as you alluded to in one of your podcasts, it's like a 10-second chess match. Not just brute strength, but a dance of moves and counter moves, all happening in an instant. But deeper than that, I love the respect that permeates the sport. From the wrestlers, the fans, the whole culture, really, there's a reverence for the traditions of sumo. There's a sense among everyone that the things that came before me and the things that will come after me are more important than what I do in the present. And with that comes selflessness and mutual respect. That's this, right, this Eric like a novel. I, I know. It. He should write a novel on sumo. Yeah. I so agree with all of that. I do too. He says it's really tough to choose his favorite wrestler. Uh, he does favor the big-bodied Yotsu Zumo specialists. Me, too. He says, I love watching the doyo crack when two of the 400-plus-pound guys slam together. But for today, I'm going to say Tamawashi. Yeah. I want to show him some love as he is the ultimate Iron Man, never missing a day in his career. Perfect attendance. Also... He and I were born on the same day. So naturally, I always pull for my Mongolian twin brother. I'm also a big fan of Teron Fuji yeah. and Asanayama yeah. and hope they can both make the big push to the next level. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations. Eric Congratulations. Yeah. Well, well fought, well won. And he has chosen the fig jam. So we will be sending that out uh, immediately. But he's not our only winner. We just thought this time through we would honor some other bingos because we want people to continue to play. It's so much fun. Somebody was like, I never thought I'd be cheering for Chiyoshoma, but here I am, like, I am. really, 
pulling for Chiyoshama. And we think it's really fun. So we wanted to honor our second place bingo. And then as my dad used to call it, call it when I was, uh, when I would lose at a track meet, um, he's like, kid, you just came in first from behind. That's right. So we'd like to give out some honorable mentions or as the, or as my dad would say, first from behind award. So who's our second place? Sybil from Oregon. She had a beautiful bingo, by the way. We just asked her how she got into sumo. She said, my husband watched sumo here and there on YouTube for a few years. One day it caught my attention and I've been a fan ever since. Now my husband and I watched together. The first tournament I really watched was November 2018 when Takakei won. The first wrestler I recognized and knew by name was Tochiozan, and I was a big fan of him Tochiozan. until Yeah, until he retired. It's hard to pick a favorite wrestler, but I'm very excited about Hoshoryu. Honestly, I love them all. Heart, heart, heart. I admire all the hard work and dedication it takes. I always enjoy geeking out about sumo and learning all that I can about it. Yeah. I'm so like you, Sybil. I love them all. I always want them all to win. Except for Ayama. But anyway, that's a, that's something we'll talk about <laughs> later. <laughs> But angry Aoyama. That's the only one. That's the only time Not I don't want him. Not when holding that adorable teacup poodle. Then it's yeah, like, then he can I win. like that Aoyama. But he, the angry guy. one that just pushes everybody. <laughs> no, we don't want him to win. We don't want him. <laughs> All right. And to our list of beautiful, beautiful bingo players who got a bingo and... From behind. From behind. First from behind. Danielle. Uh, Nora. Daniel. Owen. We have an Jose on Twitter, King of Salt, Mika Grimmer, Diego the Seventh, uh, Justin, also known as Siempre La Luna, and on Instagram, Milkfish2000. All of those guys got a bingo. Yeah. Just a little too late. Just a little bit too late. <laughs> but congratulations but on your still, bingo. You played. You got in there and you That's played. Right. You gave it your all. Because we didn't get a bingo. We tried, but no. we didn't get a bingo anywhere. I'd also like to. Uh, celebrate Thomas Griffin on Twitter who said he had a grade A Olive Garden dumpster hot garbage card. <laughs> so some some people like like yeah. Thomas like us, we had terrible cards. But that's just part of playing. Yeah. You get a better card next time. Yeah, that's There's right. always May. So congrats to Eric T. You have full bragging rights until May. Enjoy the jam. It's headed your way. For all other 235 of you that were playing bingo with us, better luck in the future. That's right. All right. How about a news flash? Yeah, I think we should because there's been a lot of news this week. Yes, there has been. Let's start out with some big news. Yokozuna Kakaru is finally retiring. Oh. And you sound like you're about to burst into tears. Oh, I, it's like, I'm excited about the next chapter for him because I really do think out of all of the Yokozuna, out of all of the people who are wrestling, he has a really wonderful spirit as far as mentoring younger wrestlers. Yeah, and, I, and I'm excited to. about where he's going to be in the future. I really think he will be a big part of creating the next generation of wrestlers. Yep. But at the same time, he's just... He's he's a wonderful wrestler, and I will miss him on the doyo. It was announced this week that Kakaru would officially be retiring and will keep his name, actually, Kakaru, moving forward as an Oyakata. Congrats. An incredible career, Kakaru. I know you're listening, and we will look forward to you wearing a blue jacket in the very near future. Also, um, there was truly a, an accident that happened on the doyo. It was a tragedy. It was a wrestler who... In, um, in this match who fell on his head and then he was 
paralyzed on the ground for six minutes and uh, not many people attended to him. It was this very awkward moment. And I think a lot of people were watching this moment in time and thinking, oh my gosh, get this guy help. Where are the EMTs? Where? What's the protocol? What's going on? Because the wrestler was basically face down in the dirt. He was flipped over, but you know, if someone can't move, which he couldn't stand up, you're not really supposed to do that unless you have a C collar, you have trained professionals. It was just this moment that many people watched and it was just like watching a car accident happen. Really like, help this guy and the the help was slow to come. Anyway, he basically was immediately after six minutes taken to the hospital. His Oyakata has said he's trying his best. He can speak, but he's numb from the neck down and they're doing their best to help him heal. But we still just don't know what's happening. But what this created in our community was kind of an outrage. And a lot of people were just kind of flabbergasted at how it all played out. Mm -hmm. So there is a newly created Twitter account called Sumo Injuries. It was started by another Twitter account, Takagaijin, that you might recognize. And it's for people to be able to go on there, communicate about this, what international sumo fans want to see happen in the future as far as taking care of the wrestlers, as Mm -hmm. far as injuries. At least in football and other sports, there's been so many protocols that have been put into place to help people with neck injuries, head injuries. We want to make our voices known to the JSA because we are important. We are their audience too, and we care deeply. So you can follow that on Twitter, make your voice known. Also, there was on the Sumo 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 page on Facebook, some of you may follow there was a letter written to the JSA by one of the admins of that page. And it was a very well-written letter. And you can sign the letter if you'd like. They will add your name to to the letter. But basically, in a nutshell, the letter is requesting that the JSA take these instances seriously, have better protocols, more training, and that us as international viewers, we care so much about the wrestlers that we would like to see this change implemented in the future. Yeah. And I think that's a good start. Because this uh, this incident really did not make them look good. Did not make the JSA look good. I mean, it was horrific to watch. It, yeah. it makes people kind of turn turn away from sumo and loving the sport when you see stuff like this happen. And we love sumo. Well, and we know that there are different, you know, cultural mores at work here that we don't fully understand. That there's tradition there. We understand that. And at the same time. As a fan of the sport, we care very much about the health of these young men that are wrestling. Right. We wonder why there's not emergency medical personnel nearby to jump in for a moment like this. Right. At least in our sports that we watch, yeah, they have full medical teams that are immediately out there. And in this case, six minutes is a long time to go by without... Without any movement on the Without doyo. any movement. It was three minutes before I think somebody ran out there to kind of check on him. Yeah. It was just kind of like, have you guys prepared or well, gone was, through this before? It was doubly weird because, I mean, when the Gyoji was hurt uh, on day, whatever that was, in this basho, there was a protocol in place. Immediately another Gyoji stepped up and and took on with the tradition of the day and called the winner of the bout and... You could tell that they had thought about that. Right. But in this instance, there was six minutes of seemingly no one doing anything. Yeah. Which was... And compounded 
upon the last boss show with the concussions that we saw and the stumbling around of yep. the wrestlers barely being able to stand up. So there are major issues that need to be addressed. And as the international audiences want, we, we want those addressed because we are fans. And um, I think we just want our voices heard. Yeah. On to other news. Hokta Fuji had a baby boy during the tournament. We don't really know anything else other than Hokta Fuji had a baby boy. So I hope that once this tournament was over, Takayasu and Hokta Fuji made just a, a beeline home to yeah. hold their brand new babies. That that's I hope there's pictures soon to come. Yes, please. And if anybody had been missing Abi, Abi is back. He won all his seven bouts in Makushida. He was like Makushida's 56 or something. And he says now he's learned the joy of sumo wrestling, or at least that's been interpreted as such. But. Well, he was saying all the right things in that post interview. So you think he shaped up? I think it seems like he shaped <laughs> up. And I feel really sorry for all the kids who had to go up against it. Well, I guess they're not all kids, but I feel a little sorry for the kids at that level who had. To, I said it again. <laughs> For the men. <laughs> They're kids in that, to us. Well, but they could be some older men. There is one. Okay. On a, uh, the 50-year-old guy. <laughs> anyway, I feel badly for the people at that level fighting Abby yeah. and his terrifying Notawa attack, who is trying to rocket back up to the top. Yeah. Or maybe they all... Maybe they all love fighting him because he's so fierce. I don't know. Yeah, they get a little bit of a taste of what it's like to go up against somebody yeah. who's really, really skilled. Well, anyway, Speaking he's back. Of, well, and he's a little thicker. Did you notice that? I didn't. He's a little thicker, yeah. All right. Well, maybe he's putting on weight and yeah. he's taking himself really seriously. And this little break has been good for him. All right. I wanted to mention a couple of tournaments people should know about in case you happen to be a sumo wrestler. The 15th annual Texas Classic Sumo Tournament is happening Saturday, April 10th in San Antonio, Texas. Okay, it's from, I believe, noon to 12. It's from noon to 12. <laughs> I believe noon so to 2. It's either really short it's or really long. <laughs> it's like a one-minute tournament. That's so fast. It's for men and women. It's from noon to 2. If you want to find out more information about it, you can go on to Mighty Eagle Sumo. Uh, you can just Google the 15th Texas Classic Sumo Tournament. You'll find the flyer. Anyway, you just have to be a upstanding USSF member and you can compete. So we encourage all of you wrestlers to go out and compete. The 2021 U.S. National Championships is happening Saturday, June 19th. And this is happening in um, Austin. Austin. So we are... Crossing our fingers. Hoping to go. Hoping to go and be there in person. We got our second shots yesterday. Yep. We are hoping to be fully vaccinated. Yep. And still responsibly at a dis distance to be able to see you guys face to face yeah. behind a face mask. But anyway, we're looking forward to being there. All right. That's all I've got. Okay, well, let's go all the way back to day 10. Day 10. When last we spoke about this, this amazing March Basho, it was the end of day 10, and Takayasu had a two-win lead <sighs> over anyone else. And uh, we were 
just flat out giddy and <laughs> trying not to like fly off into fantasy. Oh my yeah. God, Takayasu is going to win the show. It was really hard to not get ahead of myself. Yes, but we were all so excited for him. He was looking strong. And I think following him was Asanayama, Teranofuji, Tobizaru, and there might have been more. But yeah, I'll let you take it from day 11. All right, day 11. I'm just going to mention some things that go through my mind as I watch Sumo. I'm not going to really talk about the match between Kaisei and Teretsuyoshi other than, does anybody else notice that like when Kaisei loses, he looks like he ate something bad and he might just be sick. But I like um, his eye rolls. I just like, he usually looks up and goes, Duh. Like, like a teenager. he kicks a can. Oh. I know. I really feel for these guys that show us that side. Like, Oh No yeah. Show does it big time. Oh No Show yeah. is like, oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I like that. And I, I, I guess I kind of like that about Kaisei. Aoyama versus Yutakayama, though. This was the match that afterwards you can tell Yutakayama he lost, but he is in major, major pain. And he he looked like he was about to cry. And it he looked always like, looks like he's about to I cry, know. though. I, I know. That's another one that kind of wears his emotions on his sleeve. <laughs> well, he just looks so stressed all the time, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He looks like he's tightly wound. Yeah. He needs a massage. Yes. Anyway, it, the pain looked like at this point it was coming from the right very band arm of Yutakiyama, and he just really didn't use it much. There was a lot of people that looked very hurt on this day. Yeah. And Yutakiyama was just one of many. Yes. Ono Show versus Dae Show. Now, this was exciting to me because, A, I always love these guys going up against each other. But these guys, when they go at each other, it is like murder. It's kind of fantastic but it is like bam 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 and then it's just sort of just crazy fast <laughs> rhythm until daesho steps back and sideways and onosho flies forward into the dirt it was brilliant and quick thinking from daesho but just always giving us exactly what we want from these two dynamic powerful strong quick sumo yep okay let's talk about tadanofuji versus takanosho Takanosho, by the way, I've said it a million times. I love him. And he's plugging along. But this match was really fun because, you know, Takanosho is wonderful and so is Tadanofuji. You well, knew they're, it both, was, they're both Sekiwake yeah, this time. You just knew it was going to be electric. And whoa, this was like lightning. Tadanofuji has this massive tachi eye. He immediately gets the right arm of Takanosho and pulls him forward and steps to the side of him. And now Tadanofuji gets a deep backside grip on Takanosho. And then like a principal escorts like a school child to the to the office. Takanosho, like he tried to turn around and kind of recenter himself, but Tadanofuji had already advanced on him with momentum to the edge and Takanosho was out. It it was like, whoa, Takanosho didn't really even know what happened. It happened that quickly. And so for Tadanofuji to do that to somebody who is so good just shows you the power of Tadanofuji. Yep. The power of Tadanofuji. <clears throat> what was that? The power of Grayskull. <laughs> That's what he is. Now I'm going to... No, it was... Wasn't it like He-Man? Oh, wasn't it a cartoon? He yeah, it was a cartoon. And He-Man yeah. was like, by the power of Gary Skull. Was it Skeletor? 
Skeletor was the evil guy in He-Man, yeah. So now you're going to make me think of that whenever Terunofuji comes up. The power of Terunofuji! I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about Shodai versus Takayasu. Well, Shodai... He ignited the bear with this one because he angered that hibernating bear. You know, Takeyasu always looks like a hibernating bear, but it was a big tachi eye, huge tachi eye. Shodai managed to get in. He wiggles in to get that double inside grip that he's that he's good. He's good at getting. Takeyasu tries his best to kind of wiggle back out of that predicament. But Takayasu tried to get a left-hand grip, but it's just not enough because Shodai was swinging him down and to the ground by that point. It was just that Shodai quickly got the belt and swung Takayasu down to the ground. It was hard to watch. And and what were you thinking at this point on day 11 about this loss? Well, I thought, okay, it's just, it's just, it's it's just just one. one. It's just one. It's okay. (laughs) Everybody else has to lose and my boy can do it. That's exactly what I thought. (sighs) It's okay. I think everybody did. We're like, it's okay. Just shake it off. It's just a, it's Shodai. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next match. Takakesho versus Kiribayama. Kiribayama had a really nice start. Mm-hmm. He was slapping away at Takakesho, but Takakesho is just better at that game. So he slaps back on Kiribayama, but in turn gets pushed back and out. It was like a typical Takakesho win. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see. It was just nice to see, okay, Takakesho's, he's focused. He's doing his deal. Yep. Last match of the day I want to talk about, Asanayama versus Miyogaru. Now, at this point, Miyogaru was doing okay, right? Was well, he it- was the leader at day four. Five. Oh, okay. Maybe this but is... then he had already. I think he had already, already dropped off. The I mean, leaderboard. what a story. We were like, could this be? Yeah. Could this be? Could it be Miyogido? And then we're like, no, seven in a row doesn't. Get yeah. You okay. The... Could it be Takayasu? <laughs> we wanted. Maybe it's us. That's bad luck. <laughs> Maybe it's who we hope for that ends up losing. Anyway, Asanoyama and Miyogido have a really spirited tachiai, and Miyogido tries to get inside, but Asanoyama just gets the grip and stays too close to the chest of Miyogido for that to happen. He is so good like that, and once Asanoyama has that big grip, he moves to get to the other side. He does, and that moves Miyogido back and out. It was good. It was good, sharp, decisive uh, sumo from Asanoyama. Yes, so on that day, day 11, that was the first day that all three Ozeki won. Which is crazy. Yeah, that it would be day 11. Yeah. But uh, all three of them looked very strong then. Remember Chiono Kuni was still in oh, on yeah. day 11? That seems like a month ago. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I only made note of it because he was taped up everywhere. Like everything on his body was taped up and he was covered in scratches. Like he had been fighting large cats. cats. Yeah. <laughs> but he was still there. Tobizaru got his kachikoshi on day 11. Okay. What all that means is in first place was Takayasu still. By one. By one. It was possible. Yep. And then right behind him, Asanayama, Teranofuji, Tobizaru. That's right. Okay. So going into day 12. I'll just mention Kaisei up at the top here of day 12 again, because he completely covered himself on salt on day 12. And as a chronic undersalter myself, you know, I have to appreciate this technique. Just drown yourself in salt. It will clear your record and you'll do well 
Except that it didn't really work that way. How <laughs> can I say? Because Koto Echo came straight in and belly bounced a much larger Kaisei yeah. right out of the ring. And Kaisei gave that great look. Oh, I can't believe it happened to me again. <laughs> I even used all the salt. <laughs> the salt didn't work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Aoyama got his kachikoshi against Dayamami or Dayamami. Dayamami. I'm not quite sure how you say it depending on who says it. Really, the important thing here is that Murray said, Hisashi Booty! Hisashi Booty! And I was like, oh, I know that Japanese word! That Japanese phrase! Hisashi Booty! It sounds like Japanese twerking. It's a great word, isn't it? Hisashi Booty! And it means, it? it means it's been a while. Oh, I like it being the Japanese twerk. Well, well, you could think of it that way, but just think it's been a while <laughs> since you twerked. And then you'll remember it. Okay. Hisashi Booty! Okay, Koto Shoho returned mm -hmm. on day 12. He had gone out with an injury. I was totally shocked to see him back on day 12. I just was like, what? All of this gets so jumbled in my head. I was like, well, oh, that guy, why was he missing? Like, it's so far back in my brain. Isn't it? I don't even know why he was gone. I, yeah, no. I mean, I know why, but <laughs> not really. He was coming back to snag a few wins to see if he could hold produce a slightly better right. record. Right. And it worked. Day 12, he got a win against Teretsuyoshi. So good for him. Good for him. Akiseyama faced off with Hoshoryu on day 12. He denied Hoshoryu his kachikoshi and got closer to one himself. Mm -hmm. Akiseyama pulled a Yoritaoshi at the edge, and they showed this one in slow-mo so many times. It was good slow-mo. It was great slow-mo. Akiseyama went down to the dirt as he pushed Hoshoryu out of the ring, and they awarded the win to Akiseyama, but when you watch the slow-mo, Akiseyama's belly obviously hits the clay first. <laughs> And I guess, I mean, they talk a lot about the dead man's rule, right? right. Whoever's going out, if it's an unrecoverable right. position, they lose. But this one was so interesting because Akisayama has such a large <laughs> belly. And it was so obviously... A lot of dead on, man. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the doyo. There was a lot of smack talk about this on the Facebook boards and on Twitter. I mean, people were very much against this ruling. But, you know, you can't fault a big belly. I... You, was just, just like I was just so excited that he won. I was too. I always, I don't care how it comes to him. If he wins, <laughs> I am a happy girl. I love me some Akisayama. It was some solid sumo against a very fast competitor. Hoshoryu yes. is incredibly quick. Yeah. And uh, I think Akisayama should be very proud of this one. Midori Fuji returned with his bum ankle on day 12, but still lost to Ichinojo, so maybe he should have taken the day off. He was really hobbling post-bout. Yeah. Like, really hobbling. Yeah. He just joined that long list of people that looked hurt. Tochin Ocean yeah. would be on that list. Giano He's Kuni. always on that list. Uh, Meisei got his kachikoshi against Tobizaru. Now, this is important because Tobizaru was still on the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. He was in second place, but uh, Meisei was all over him. Yep. Tobizaru tried to hold Meisei back with his long arms and legs outstretched behind him, but Meisei simply overpowered him and essentially knocked Tobizaru off of the leaderboard. He'll remember that. Wakataka Kage met Daesho and uh, learned how to take those pushes. He simply turned Daesho towards the bales and slapped him down with a hitakekomi. 
So Wakataka Kage got his kachikoshi. It was quick. Takayasu met his rival, Hokuto Fuji, <sighs> yeah. on day 12. Their history is it's an even rivalry. Okay, and and at this point in the broadcast, this is when the announcers were really laying it on thick for Takayasu, you know, <laughs> saying things like Takayasu needs to win all of his remaining bouts and he's never had a better record than 12 and 3. Can he do it? Okay, well, we all knew that in the start, Hokuto Fuji was just going to come barreling, screaming out head first, like, ah, crazy man yes. that he is. And that is just what he did. Big, huge hit at the top as we were all watching this. What is going to happen to Takeyasu? Takeyasu lifted a bit with his right arm after this tachiai. He turned Hokuto Fuji and followed perfectly by moving forward and pushing Hokuto Fuji over the bales. He looked confident. Yes. And I thought at this point, okay, day 11 was just a blip. Right. Takayasu's still in the lead. Right. He's going strong. He's going all the way, baby. Yes. Yes, it's day 12. Okay. Great. Glad you were thinking the same thing. Okay. Terunofuji met Tamawashi on day 12. Tamawashi grabbed Terunofuji's arm, rocked him off balance. And at this point, I got really nervous. I did too. I was. I, I, I mean, well, I love them both, but I was like, all right. It, They're yeah. very similarly built that, yes. as far as height goes. And I was like, okay, if somebody can take Ted and Fuji down, it might just be Tamawashi. Okay. And we were not alone because the audience gasped at yeah. this point because it looked like Terano Fuji was going out not once, but twice. Yeah. It was very sloppy. Yeah. Tamawashi leaned in for that Notawa attack. And he overextended. Terunofuji broke the grip, threw Tamawashi to the dirt. We were all relieved. <laughs> but it was Terunofuji's ninth win, securing those 33 wins right. that he needs for the Ozeki promotion. So after this fight on day 12, I relaxed a little bit for Terunofuji. I, I thought, okay, he's he's going to get his Ozeki promotion. I can feel better. He's not in the lead. He doesn't have that pressure. Mm -hmm. It was looking good. Yep. Okay, upright Asanayama met Mitakiyumi, immediately got his favorite grip on the belt, quickly walked Mitakiyumi back and out, looking all the Ozeki that he is. Yes. Bobbly-headed Shodai met Takanosho with a huge hit. And took him down with some sort of move that I misspelled so badly that I have no idea what it is. What I wrote was, Uwateshtatenage. Wait, on day 12? Day 12. On Shodai versus Takanosho? Yes. It was Hitakikomi officially. <laughs> See, that's, that makes it even better that I wrote, Uwateshtatenage. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's hard to tell because the commentators say what it is and then they're like, oh, just kidding. They called it something else. Yeah. It's hard for everyone. Look, if Murray or Hero can't exactly pin what it is, like, you can't expect <laughs> us to know what it is remotely. Anyway, it doesn't matter. My notes were a pull, period. That's oh, that I... would be a pull. Okay. <laughs> well, and it was like a slap down. Oh, that probably was the discussion. Was it a slap or was it a pull? pull down. Was a hand pulled down yeah. or a slap, yeah. Or, and to me, it probably looked like a Uwatanage, like a pull over. <laughs> yeah, okay, now it's making more sense. Okay, uh, Takakesho got his kachikoshi against Okinoumi on Poor day 12. Okinoumi. Well, and this one was great because it looked like he was pushing a friggin' car 
across the road with this low, deep push yeah. of this big man who was like, I am not going out. But then he did. But then he did. So all Ozeki won again on day 12. Maybe they just needed 10 days to warm up. <laughs> they were doing great. So at the end of day 12, first place, Takayasu. Second place, Terunofuji and Asanayama because Tobizaru lost. That's right. Day 13. I'm just going to jump to my first favorite, which was Akisayama versus Yutakayama. And I wrote, I am telling you, this man defies everyone. Up top, he clearly doesn't have the grip that Yutakayama does on him, okay? So he gets backed up to the edge, but when he gets there, he, kind of like a weeble wobble, does this beautiful two-point turn and now has Yutakayama on the ropes. And then he finishes him off with this push over the bales uh, like with his big belly and chest it was just beautiful you just always expect him to just i don't know is it because i always expect him to like not deliver and then when he delivers i'm so excited for him just because you think he can't you just think he you just think he can't but he can he's really wonderful this is also though like i said before about yutakiyama this is the day his arm is friggin toast yeah he looked like he was gonna cry yeah he walked off of the doyo like it was in a cast it was like off to the side and bent and i was like oh there's something majorly wrong with that arm but akisama got the win (laughs) so is that good i don't know let's talk about hoshoryu versus kageyaki Kageyaki has a really strong initial advance. He moves Hoshoryu back very well, but his last push misses his target. And that is when Hoshoryu quickly makes his move inside, gets the double inside grip. Kageyaki does a good job of lifting up, though, on Hoshoryu's arms and squeezing, but it's just not enough. So Kageyaki resituates himself, and just then, a most the most beautiful, fast, and surprising leg sweep from Hoshoryu pounds kageyaki to the floor kageyaki was like stunned he was like uh, uh, how did i get here it just happened so quickly so beautifully and that was beautiful work on hashori's part yeah i agree i think they called it a double inside leg trip uchigake and i wondered how does it how do you do a double (laughs) inside leg trip like in my mind, that would be like you need both legs. You'd have to, yeah, use both legs, like, like koala bear. Yeah, like <laughs> koala bear from, from the front, and <laughs> maybe we'll go back and watch it and be like, "Was it? How, right. how is it a double? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know." know. <laughs> Uchigake is officially. Oh no, Uchigake is officially. Uchigake officially is an inside leg trip, so it wasn't a double. It was just a single because a double. Right, right. Like, does that exist? I don't know. (laughs) Straddling. I mean, for you and I, if we were in there and we had to just survive, (laughs) you and I might try that double double inside leg trip, (laughs) otherwise known as just straddling in the air. (laughs) You know, I didn't bold any other matches from this day, even though I wrote a whole bunch about each one of these matches. Maybe it was just like too overwhelming for me. I will talk though about. The biggest one of the day, Good. which is Takayasu versus Wakataka Kage. Okay. This is obviously the match of the day. Takayasu, I have to calm myself. He needed this win. And Wakataka Kage just wasn't going to give it to him easily. It was an unbelievable 
match. So this very quick moving Wakataka Kage was all over the place in this match. And Takeyasu spent much of the match just trying to catch up to this wiggly and fast moving Wakataka Kage. At the top, there was a big tachi eye. Wakataka Kage tries to get inside, but Takayasu keeps him at bay. Takayasu then tries to push down on the neck of Wakataka for a slapdown, but Waka just like won't fall to the dirt. So Wakataka Kage stays close and he's inside moving Takayasu backwards. After that, Wakataka Kage advances on Takayasu now, but then Takayasu reaches forward for Wakataka Kage's belt and he stumbles a bit. The crowd was like, but he stayed up. He did not hit the dirt. Wakataka Kage then moves backwards, making Takayasu follow after him. He's shifting laterally around the ring, circling around on Takayasu. Finally, after a bit of like a little bit of hand slapping, Takayasu goes for the Nodoa on Wakataka Kage. And right at the edge, Wakataka Kage steps to the side, pulls down on the hands of Takayasu, and he steps away. Takayasu then lunges forward into the air, but stays still up on his feet. Still, he turns and he lunges again back at Wakataka Kage. He's an angry bear at this point. Takayasu aggressively and exhaustedly advances again, thrusting at Wakataka Kage. He backs him up to the ring edge, but, but, but... That's when Wakataka Kage grabs onto the right arm of Takayasu. He steps to the side again and tries to finish off Takayasu. But again, Takayasu also won't go down or out. So now Wakataka Kage turns back into Takayasu, grabs the deep right inside grip on Takayasu, advances to the other side of the ring. And Takayasu is going backwards and tries with his left arm to pull an <laughs> underarm throw at the edge. But... This is the most detailed breakdown I've ever. watched it. I have watched it like I needed to study it for like a future therapy. exam. Yeah, for therapy, exactly. But both of them, they managed to go down. Takayasu hits the ground first. Yeah, it was so hard for me to say that. But there was a monoe. There was a monoe, and they they kept it the same. It was a frontal crush out for Wakatakakage. But in my mind, it was like watching. Some of the best sumo from Takayasu, and it just went unrewarded. Because uh, yeah. even at the edge, I was like, he had, he had it! And then he didn't. And then I went I went upstairs and probably cried myself to sleep. Yeah, I don't think I saw you for a couple hours. It was heartbreaking. It was it heartbreaking. Was, I, I was just oh. like, his child. What's this child going to think of him? <laughs> he can't bring the Yusho home to his, his brand new baby. Oh. Or his wife. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't take it. What do you think happened? It was just, it was incredible sumo. Wakataka Kage is so good and so fast. Yeah. Takayasu did everything in his power to follow him and to not be tripped up by a, such a fierce and fast moving, you know, wrestler. Yeah. He was so agile and so quick himself. It's just one of those things that happens at the edge. And We've seen it in other matches where the other guy gets the win, and it almost seems like luck. But they both did a great job in this match. They it was, did. It gave us everything we wanted in sumo. It just, my favorite wrestler did not come out on top. Yeah. But this is almost as much as I wrote about this last one. Feel free to edit. Takakesho versus Asanoyama. Now, this was also a big, big match. This was two meatballs 
fighting it out. <laughs> That's a great description. <laughs> because Asanoyama can't get a grip at the same time, though Takakesho has these powerful thrusts that are just blunted by Asanoyama's force. And initially there were some slaps, some circling, but Takakesho gets moving backwards up top where it looks kind of like Asanoyama is going to muscle him back and out. But Takakesho, he circles around and does a couple of huge right arm thrusts onto Asanoyama. Asanoyama takes these punches calmly and he thrusts back. There were a few like equally shared thrusts and huge notowa from Asanoyama to Takakesho. That takes Asanoyama to the edge, but Asanoyama steps to the side and Takakesho goes stumbling forward, but like he still stayed up. He was not going out. So Asanoyama zeroes back in on Takakesho, who is now at the ring's edge with his stumbling forward. And Takakesho turns back, though he tries to face Asanoyama, who seizes that vulnerable moment and squarely pushes Takakesho over the edge. The weird part about this is that Asanoyama was just like a little bit too far forward because Takakesho, at that time he's being pushed over the edge, he nudges his body kind of backwards so that Asanoyama misses his target like with full force. And then Takakesho's feet at the time were just dancing, just tickling the Tawada. <laughs> and he slaps down on the back of this lunging forward Asanoyama who hits the dirt. So it was another match where it's like, oh my God. These guys are really great at fending off the other. Yeah, it was a great Ozeki showdown. It they was. both looked so good and so strong in this match. Yeah, they did. It was exciting. It was exciting. It was a Hitakikomi slapdown. And a bloody lip. And yeah. Takakesho got a bloody lip. Yeah. He had blood all over li his lips. Little and looked blood like he mustache. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> lipstick. He looked like he was wearing <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> I don't know if that's a side I'd really want to see, but <laughs> hey, teach his own. I don't have much to say other than Shodai and Terunofuji, Terunofuji won. <laughs> <laughs> Shodai's just kind of been looking sloppy and he's just not been, he's just not been in the game. So. Okay. When I watched that fight, <laughs> Terunofuji, Terunofuji versus Shodai and Terunofuji immediately got that Mawashi grip. And ushered Shodai out without any question. That was the 10th win for Terunofuji. Yeah. So that, to me, was like, they cannot ignore his Ozeki promotion oh, now. No. No, so no. for me, I went to extreme happiness after that. And I thought, oh, my God, in the matter of like three or four bouts, this is why I love sumo. Because it went from heartbreak, the Takayasu, heartbreak, to Terunofuji triumph yeah in the matter although i felt like it matches. was inevitable i mean like ten and fuji has so much momentum on his side i was like how could you not give him ozeki but, at this no point? but to me like looking at him your last three days are all ozekis yeah you could not get tougher matches anywhere these are the toughest guys yeah and i hope your body stays together and i want you to win them all <laughs> oh, but no. i was still nervous until this win and then i was like okay oh, yeah so thrilled I, I loved this day of sumo just yeah. because of that emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it was it was bittersweet, maybe or I don't know. For me, it was I couldn't get past anything but Takayasu. But I know, but, but I did appreciate the rest of the sumo. It was great sumo. Yeah, but he was still tied. Yeah, at that I'm point, like, it's still a, it's yeah, still a possibility. He, it's still a possibility. He was Inter tied with the rest. Aoyama though, <laughs> who were like, how did he get up there? That guy. 
<laughs> that is true. When he showed up on the leaderboard on day 14, I was like, Aoyama, how did he sneak in there? Huh? Okay. Day 14, Yutakayama finally went Kujo. Finally. Thank yeah. God. And we all cheered and said, yeah, go home. Take care of yourself, buddy. Aoyama met Wakataka Kage and grabbed Wakataka Kage, threw him out of the ring like he weighed absolutely nothing. Aoyama's long arms, speed, and strength just flipped Wakataka Kage by the shoulder. It was truly a terrifying Kotanage. It was. Yeah. It took Wakataka Kage to 9-5 and Aoyama to a surprising tie with the co-leaders. Takayasu. I'm <sighs> skipping all the way to Takayasu. Can we just skip over it? No, we have to. I know that this was the this is the hardest match of my life to watch. This he, one. He met Tobizaru. I hated it. On day 14. I hated it. <laughs> Takayasu kept Tobizaru right in front of him early. He stayed calm. Tobizaru tried a foot sweep. He changed tactics right and left. Takayasu grabbed Tobizaru by the belt. And I thought, he's got him. He's yeah. totally got him. Yeah. He had his favorite grip. And he took this breathing break. And I thought, okay, he's just going to take a break. He's going to throw Tobizaru to the dirt. Tobizaru went for another foot sweep at this moment. Takayasu backed him up to the bales. On his way out, <sighs> Tobizaru moved to one side. And though they were both going out at the same time, Takayasu's knee went down first as they both flew off the doyo. Oh! And of oh. course, this is the moment where... Like, where's the Manoe? Well, well, not only that, but this is the moment where the TV cameras like went right in close to Takayasu's face. And we, we watched him turn around and, and go, is there a Manoe? Who won? Who won? Who won? A Manoe was called, but it went the way of Tobizaru. And this is when, again, my heart broke. It was more than disappointing. It was... <laughs> Plus, like, Takayasu <sighs> was the aggressor in the moment, I I felt like, yeah. at the edge. But it, that just big old knee hit first. <sighs> this was truly, I mean, losing at the edge again. Again. Yeah. The way he had before. Honestly, and I love Toby Zaru. I do too, but I screamed like it was a horror movie at this point. <laughs> I was seriously like, no! Because it was just, oh my God, I don't know what happened. What do you think happened? Was he not aggressive enough? Was no, he I think he just was game? victim the last three bouts. It's just he was victim to magic at the edge. And yeah, I mean, like he came into that bout like with everything, it just didn't go his way. That's a weird thing about sumo is that somebody can show up and do better sumo in the ring. It kind of usually like a wrestler like Shodai, it benefits Shodai. You're like, how do you win that? Just sneaky. But sometimes it just benefits another wrestler. And you're like, but he clearly was sloppier or he clearly, you know, but this one, they, it was, Toby Zara was great too. You know, this one, I can't say that like Toby Zara was all the way around sloppy. It was just two really great people. One hit the dirt first, and it happened to be Takayasu. It's interesting that they were smaller, more agile wrestlers. Yes. Well, and I think that that's the, that's the case, though, for a lot of wrestlers. They don't know what to do with somebody who's so much tinier. Yeah, for some people, some wrestlers like Takayasu, taller with a bigger belly. An opponent like Tobizaru, is, that's just more difficult than going belt 
to belt with somebody who's similar in size. Yeah. He can get more leverage on that. With this, I don't know, maybe he can't get as good as good of leverage. I don't know. But my heart broke into a million pieces. <laughs> and I think you're not alone. All of us. All of us. We're like, oh, we thought you had it, buddy. We really did. <laughs> okay, Takakesho cannonballed Shodai to move to 10-4, leaving Shodai with a 7-7 record yeah still looking for his kachikoshi Just on day four not a good tournament nana show nana high tara no fuji versus asanayama and i think it's fair to say there was a really big build up for this fight yeah as well now that takiyasu had lost tara no fuji just had to win this in order to snatch the lead and my first my first notes for this fight were damn yet again <laughs> Asanoyama jumped in at the Tachiai with both arms extended. That allowed Terunofuji to go right in, chest to chest. Asanoyama rocked Terunofuji right and left. Asanoyama tried to throw, but it didn't work against this enormous man. But it was scary. And all of us in the audience thought, oh, no. it looked like it could have been successful on anybody else. But it was not on Terunofuji. Terafuji then went on the offense and rocked Asanayama back and over the bales for a win. It makes it sound really simple. It was very hard fought. Both it was men... a great match between two very well-matched wrestlers. It was fun to watch. Yeah, both men showed enormous balance. They kept their feet right underneath themselves. The audience loved it. They were all just screaming inside but gasping on the outside. I was screaming at home for them. She was. I heard her upstairs. Oh. So at the end of day 14, Tara no Fuji now had the lead for the very first time with an 11-3. Takayasu, Takakesho, and Aoyama, where did he come from? Trailing right <laughs> behind at 10-4. So we were all ready and waiting for day 15 on pins and needles, super excited and nervous. Yes, very nervous. All right, day 15. We watched this together. It was a pretty exciting day. Hida Naomi versus Hoshoryu match. That was really a fantastic back and forth between these two wrestlers. They threw everything but the kitchen sink. Everything and the kitchen sink or everything but the kitchen sink? Maybe everything but, yeah. Yeah, well, this one he might have thrown the kitchen sink. But they really, really... They really came at it at each other. He didn't know me doing like some amazing, amazing defense there. There were a number of leg trips, as you would expect. A number of Watanage throws that didn't really land from Hidenomi and and Hoshoryu. But at the edge, there was some serious magic again. And um, Hidenomi resisted every single one of Hoshoryu's feisty moves and leg trips. Finally, it ended with a beautiful Sukunage throw, and um, that was a. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty sumo to watch. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Wakataka Kage versus Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji blasted out with one arm out to the face of Wakataka Kage, who shifted to the side slightly, and then he came around to the backside and finished him off with an extra slap to the back as Hokuto Fuji flung himself forward, basically right off the tachi eye. It was uh, quick, <laughs> and um, it, it was like over in a blink of an eye, but it was uh, it was fun to watch. This match between Akiseyama versus Daesho this one, you just go in assuming Daisha's going to win. And um, 
Not me. Right. But you just, it was nice to see that Akisayama is just so feisty. I mean, yeah, in the end, Daisha's powerful Tsupari attack on the second advance is really what was key to winning. Akisayama, he stayed in there. He's like a little fighter. And even when he loses, you're like, he gave Daisha a real run for his money. I think I said this to you yesterday, but I loved that matchup simply because who would have thought that this, this, yeah. you know, rotund little guy from Jurio who ends up in the top division is now fighting the winner of the last Bosch. Yeah, he seems to like accidentally do well. But then yeah. you, the more you watch him, you're like, no, he's so skilled. He's he very is. good. You just, he doesn't look like somebody who has massive skills. And, and he, he does. And he took him on well. He did. Really well. All right, so this next match, Ayoyama versus my boyfriend. I, again, was so nervous for my boyfriend. I just want him to go home and, like, recoup, see his baby girl, and recharge. Because Takeyasu up top tries a slap down, but it just doesn't work. Ayoyama retreats backwards, also tries to do a Hitakikomi slap down, and it does work. So Ayoyama wins. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And, Takeyasu, and Takeyasu needed this to, to get to the Yusho went like a playoff. It was yeah. like this last effort. Like he, if he could have won over Aoyama, we might have seen. And this is assuming Ted and Fuji lost. But um, still. What do you think happened there? What do you mean? Between Takekesho and Ted and Fuji? No. When I look back at this fight with Takeyasu, like I wonder if it's the disappointment from losing the other ones. If, yeah. if you were shining so, if you as a star were shining so bright and then you lose your lead and you drop one behind, it's really hard to yeah. get back up there and be like, yeah, you're I, defeated a little bit. But yeah. Aoyama was, if you watched him pre-bout, he was like, he was pumped super up. pumped, like yeah. more pumped than you normally see him. So I think he had a little bit of gas in the tank, a little bit more than Takayasa going into it. Well, there was that uh, special prize on the line, too. Yeah. It was just like another loss. Double. <laughs> another loss for Takiyasu at the end. It was just like a gut punch. It was. Honestly. But you know who uh, had a really nice uh, match? <laughs> that was Takanosho versus Tochinoshin. He had this massive, wonderful pushing attack on Tochinoshin, and he just finished him off quite simply, quite easily. But let's talk about Takakesho versus Terunofuji. Okay. Takakesho came out with like just huge, like a huge, like a huge Tachi, which he normally does. Tenenofuji stops the charge though, and he advances back. But Takakesho tries um, this armbar throw, but Tenenofuji wiggles out of it and he pushes back. He squares off on Takakesho and wins with a push out. And at this moment, we knew that's the winner of the Yusho. Yes, and he had to get past Takakesho, so. I do think it was maybe a mistake, Takakesho trying to pull a throw on somebody who's like a full foot taller than him. But, you know, hey, that shows you just the ego that Takakesho has. And it does work. You know, I just didn't think he was in the right position to be able to try to throw Terunofuji. Like, who tries to throw Terunofuji? Has Have we ever seen... Asanayama tried it, didn't work. Have we ever seen a successful throw on Terunofuji? Uh, that's a good question. I bet someone has. I mean, maybe Hako, like somebody of the same height. I just, I don't know. Anyway, we had a winner of the U show with that one. It was statistically impossible for anyone to catch up. Yeah, although we were all worried. We were worried. We were like, can, can he beat all three Ozeki? That was my question. 
Can he beat another Ozeki on the last day? And he did, removing any doubt that he is Ozeki material through and through. Yes. Not only is he Ozeki, he is like prime choice Ozeki. <laughs> yes. Prime choice Ozeki. Good. The last, you know, who wasn't really looking like Ozeki material is Shodai. Yeah. But Shodai versus Asanoyama, it was a really spirited match. And there were a lot of really great moves, great calm perseverance by Asanoyama. But Shodai lost. He is now Katabon for the next tournament. And um, I hope it lights a fire under him. He, this tournament just seems like a little uninspired and sloppy. And it's, I don't know. I don't, I, I, he's so much better. And so I think there's just something in him that maybe him being caught him on maybe we'll see next time like a little bit of spark a little bit of he's got to have a little bit more inspiration to perform better i thought it was interesting in the post bout interviews that both mitakiyumi and shodai said i don't know what's wrong <laughs> my sumo is just off and i'm just gonna have to talk with my coach and figure out what it is i don't yeah. exactly know well i guess i mean i i get that mm-hmm. i do honestly get that it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the Sanyaku. With Terana Fuji going up, there's going to be some reshuffling. There's going to be a Sekiwake position there. And all the guys that are in Sanyaku right now got their Kachikoshi. So there's room for one. But who's it going to be? Meisei, Hokuto Fuji. Mm-hmm. Not our M1s who had really <laughs> terrible Bashos. Yeah, it's going to be the next Basho is going to be exciting. There's going to be some new guys coming up from Jurio. That'll be fun to look into. I don't know much about. So it's going to be great. That's right. And so we'll look forward to that. But in the meantime, you will hear from us. We'll have our weekly episodes talking about who knows what. Some about yeah. Sumo. We've got, we've got lots of good stuff coming up on, uh, on the horizon. So make sure and give us, give us a listen and give us a share and a like if you feel like it. Anyway, that is our style of Sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. See you next week. That's right. Sayonara. Bye, y'all. Mm-hmm.